This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mika Rappentau, Edwin, Anathus Moonscar, Pamela Isley, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Miri, Celesta Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Kylin, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Cypup, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Celine Deloon, Woobster Wolf, Severa, Circa Barakil, AJ Brainswordson, Kazran, Vendustia, Edward Allond, Gregorium, Ryark Forbear, Pizza Pockets, Late in the House, Tony, Arcadia Lunashine, and Paris. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Highlands. Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fidel in episode 368. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rolodes. Uh, Hello. Hello. Welcome, Hello. welcome. Uh, Chat and speakers, you're all looking very kawaii today. You are looking very uh, kawaii Hawaii. today. It is September nice. 16th, 2023, <laughs> and today we are a little. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it is spicy, but it'll sound spicy when I announce when I say what we are going to discuss today. But we're going to look at the 6.5 website. That's not the spicy bit. That's just a thing that's happening. 6.5 website updated. There's some interesting stuff in there, but an article was recently released. Uh, well. A few weeks ago now, uh, about Dawn Trail and potential ties or worries uh, about colonialism, the theme of colonialism. Yeah, it's just <laughs> in time for Hispanic Heritage Month. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to read that and then we'll uh, talk about it. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we'll be reading Mogmail, speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail, and stay tuned for the post show. Uh, we'll be answering questions from the syndicate. Uh, also, getting pretty darn close to the end of my immortal. Uh, Very sad, heavy, oh, sad day. What's going to replace it? We're coming. Shiny Pokemon to this, or whatever it was. <laughs> oh. We're... oh my god. All uh, yes. I... No, it was just Yukio, like, ranking them. I have to rank oh, them and name them. them. A lot of them are, a lot of the green ones are bad. Also, the names that I come up with, they'll be canon for, uh, for, for the ranking, just mm -hmm. so you know. Just so you all know, so you. Oh, because yeah. you know, I'll have you know, I'm. A, I know. Like... I know the names. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all... uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll yeah, get to wait. that. But we are actually in my immortal coming to a point where that infamous post is like appears about mm -hmm. um, but... the true nature of the the post. Hold your horses. You'll... Yeah, it's a, I'm teasing, Melo. This is how you get people in. Uh, um, so stay tuned. Mela is so worried about party. being spoiled. <laughs> is that this is one is? of the greatest stories I've ever experienced. <laughs> so make sure you catch that in the post show. Uh, 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, jump into recent events then and see what uh, what else has happened this week. Right. Well, of course, uh, a new Tales Under the New Moon. I don't really want to say too much about what this is about because you should read it. But it is a, a, a Leveilleur uh, yeah. theme story. Good to see that dog. Um, yeah. Um, mentions of a lot of people we know uh, in this story as well. So um, that is it. That's a perfect way to end or cap off this uh, series. A uh, lot of dead people. A lot of dead people. Yes. Well, this oh, is I the like... final, like, you know, original story they were going to write, but there will be the fifth. Right, uh, super that's mega true. survey one to come as well. That so that's exciting. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you pit someone good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now go read them, and uh, we haven't really decided exactly when we're going to come back to it, but uh, or to review them, but maybe next week. But we'll see. Uh, depends on how much happens, you know, in the uh, during the week. Uh, but there you go. Go read it if you like these kinds of stories, and especially if you like the Levieux. <laughs> All right? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love this song. New optional item on the Final Fantasy XIV online store. It is the Lady Iceheart attire. Yes. <laughs> I remember wearing this after I completed Brave Flux in A Realm Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was. Mm, this is a miss. This is a big miss. This is a miss. Yeah. This is right. a very oh, blatant cashing. What is the price, real quick? Seven pounds forty-four pence. Twelve. All right. Yeah, around twelve bucks, I think, US. All right. Is it? Yeah. Is the price? This doesn't come with a hairstyle. No, it doesn't come with a hairstyle. Is the price comparable to the like? the original Scion outfits that they put on the Mog Station? Because this is essentially the same tier of outfit. Um, oh. Yeah. I would say, oh, well, I guess they're priced the same tier, but... Original ones? It's... Yeah, uh, you know, the ones they had back in 2.0, back when their gear consisted entirely of stuff that you could actually wear. Yeah. Yeah, they were £4.60, so it's more expensive than them. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Minfilius was eight pound sixty three because it had breast well, enhancement Min physics. Minfilius is unique. Yeah, yeah that's but, um, too. This is expensive. It's adjusted for inflation, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> which you can't blame them for. Right, right. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the... followed, they remembered your favorite character. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. They fucking dug up her grave. They monetized <laughs> her death. <laughs> oh, finally, we're uh, getting I saw that. Good. I saw that Mr. Krabs meme of him. Will I desecrate this grave just <laughs> yes. to make a dollar? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I also saw. I mean, people have made glamours that already pretty much looks exactly like this for free in the game. So yeah, some of the pieces. Are pretty much one like the the thigh boots and I think yeah the, um skirt I think the and hand, possibly the gloves the arm, yeah, are yeah, just yeah. one for one already. yeah they already exist in the game I think the body piece is the only one that's like slightly different from something available in game yeah yeah and then it's very it has similar little, to the battle, battle mage gear yeah like it has the little bits I I know this comes in one piece 
No, oh, this is four pieces. pieces. Real. Four pieces. Oh, sorry. The, the set I'm about to say comes in one piece. I mean, it's the same price as it, though. The yeah. Gaia attire set is one piece. Yeah. $12 as well and is entirely unique. Mm. Um, yeah, but you can't. You can't mix and match. Also, yeah, I mean, if you could, oh, mix and match the guy one would have been decent. You cannot dye this gear at all. <laughs> really? So, That's a shame. yeah, which great. It's, <laughs> it's not a good choice. Twelve it's bucks, not. please. And you don't even get the hairstyle. That would be the thing to get for this. Is it's too long? Oh, yeah, it's too long. You sell it's too long. It would be so clippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even bother then, because what's the point? Like. I am so glad the reaction to this is so cynical and ne negative because this is how I feel about most Vox Station <laughs> items in general. And I'm so glad people are finally starting to catch up to that. Well, it's because this one feels like something we already have. The other yeah. ones, like people are like, ah, oh, I could never look like Shadowbringers you stole before, and now I can! Yeah. This one, like, it doesn't feel special at all. There's nothing, yeah. Like, yeah. Whether you liked or disliked the Magitek one, it's unique gear, and you can mix and match and make a, a new look. Mm. And, you know, some of the... Yeah, if you really want to look like Shadowbringers, you should... It was a nice robe. It's a little bit, you know... Yeah. Whatever, but... This one is just a Realm Reborn gear. This, this, yeah. this actually almost gives, like, 1.0 gear. Like, it, in, like... Yeah. Like, the boots. <laughs> like, it's very, like... Ugh. Yeah. I'm not it was the height of fashion bucks. back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um so there you go uh 12 bucks seven pounds uh buy it now. recommending it just buy it don't think about it just do it yeah small I, indie company small indie yeah. company they're struggling please help them oh yeah I, Listen, this isn't part 16 of flopped okay so let's talk about that because i mean this isn't part <laughs> of our, our slides okay. but can we just talk about that like misleading article that's been going around uh that claims oh that, yeah that seems to imply oh, that 16 so is the reason why 14 has lost like was it 2 billion or whatever it was like a big number no, 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 square enix has lost oh, sorry, square enix sorry i'd lost yes. like 2 billion <laughs> 16's failure no, no. a significant loss of of like confidence in 14's player base. No, yeah, 16. Sorry, Fort Square Enix lost two billion, uh -huh. and the article like angles it as if like it's because yes. of 16. Like because it says, it says two billion dollar uh, loss since launch of 16, which is yes wrong. <laughs> Because it's I, because of all the other shit that they have released, not sixteen, yeah. like the Marvel game and yeah. the Ever Crisis. Forsaken, yeah, and oh, um, Crisis has, for I mean, Ever Crisis has not been out long enough to be unprofitable. No, no, I don't no. think no, true. But I, I mean, it must have had a big Babylon's Fall was that? Oh, one? Babylon's, yeah, Babylon's Fall, fall was great. is <laughs> in that is. I, I cannot believe they let that I happen. I love that one. It's insane. Yeah. I, I will say, though, the, the article yeah, you're thinking of, it does correctly say that, like, you know, this happened. It's just, you know, they yeah, had to editorialize they, they the headline. Well, yeah. yeah they had that's to add a very clickbaity title. 16 yeah. has done okay. Uh, I don't... It's I don't, got expectations for the most part. Yeah. I, think I don't so. think they yeah, had it as quickly as they wanted. Good. It hasn't blown anyone away with its sales, but it's it okay. Has, yeah, yeah, it didn't exceed what they wanted, but like, but it is it a is PS5 exclusive. They've only released yeah. it on PS5. Once it comes out on PC, mm. yeah, I imagine it will meet their mm. expectations. Yeah, yeah, it won't meet it for the uh, the Japanese uh, quarter or the uh, um, 
financial year though but yeah <laughs> right you know yeah well maybe they shouldn't I, have made it an exclusive i'm sure they got an I, extra load of money i'm for glad that, they so did they would have gotten it, a significant amount of money for it yeah yeah i am i will say though yeah go on, the article too or the um or a lot of people they'll be like okay yeah like oh it's because of uh forsaken and uh, the or terrible spoken. platinum game for spoken <laughs> sorry it's a test testing to expansion yeah <laughs> for spoken and um you know whatever the avengers game and all that stuff and also fucking dio field chronicles <laughs> it's like, what, <laughs> what did dio field chronicles do it's like yeah, one of their double a chronicles yeah double a strategy games which is like pretty all right but to lump it is in it? with like those, yeah. Is it even double A? It's yeah. like in the same tier of like Harvestella, like th- those kind of like. Yeah, do you feel Is Harvestella double A? Sure. Yeah, I would say so. It's not that's not a heavy game. heater. You, you think that's a triple A game, Gary? No, I was single A. I don't think those games are bad, but um, it's, it's funny that had a uh, really cool. Um, way of representing troops like yeah, with the little uh, base was, on them it was neat I mean, i'm sure their game didn't sell well none of their little double a games do but i'm glad they exist <laughs> they're all very because cool because they no i'm happy they exist as well it's because they have no concept of holding things to release them when there's like a, a gap in no. their release schedule no. no they release it all at once because they think you'll buy it all but really everyone will be like oh well i don't i can't afford that many games so I'll pick, <laughs> yeah i'll pick the it's, good one no, it's not a, it's not even just that you can't even afford that many games. It's like you release a bunch of fucking like 30 plus hour well, true, RPG yeah. style games. No one's going to pick them all up because no one has that much time. Yeah. Well, I, I believe we discussed this before, but like it really fits in with the um, like Square Enix stopped calling customers customers and change to consumers. So that's oh, like, mm-hmm. the mindset consume. they have. They just throw it I out and they'll it. consume it. Uh, <laughs> it's. It's funny because Square Enix, I like. I think I'm, I read some of their press releases, like from their meetings for whatever CEO. Uh, one funny that they made FF7 a PF5 exclusive part two again for three months. Uh, and another is that they have this really weird expectation of like everything has to sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Mm. And also we have to put out a ton of shit at the same time. If Dealfield doesn't reach five billion. It's dead to me. <laughs> mm. and, but also, we're putting out five Dio fields at the same time. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, it, and then, but they're also kind of lamenting the major release of 16, at least a little bit. So it's, it, yeah. They don't I don't know, know what those people are thinking. I, I think we should end it they all. They think right everything now. that they, <laughs> okay. They think everything they make is, is solid gold. And when it flops, they they're a little just high on their own farts sometimes. I think. And but... like sixteen is a very very good game, and Forspoken is a very very bad game. But they <laughs> think they both should have sold like a billion copies each. Right. I think that's the problem. Is that they set the the expectations are always like unrealistically high for like. You're not. Like no mm. offense, Square, <laughs> but you're not Square Soft anymore. No. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Boomer. You're not oh, in the, hit him where it hurts. You're not in the good days anymore. You're oh, in the very shit. bad days. Shit. You remember oh you had to God. merge? Remember that? Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. That was because of. I miss Squaresoft. Wasn't that like was uh, it a merger? Was it not just a buyout? It was a. It was one of the two. Well, they were struggling after uh, Spirits Within. 
Um, oh yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That's Good why they choice had to... again. Another strong choice. Made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the CEO leadership and the stockholders. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. love reading dumb stockholder quotes. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I well, anyways, see it on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Fruits within when it came out. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. That's a little treat. I remember watching. It was fine. Thing. It just wasn't. I remember watching Spirits Within and not understanding why the fuck this yeah, was I, Final Fantasy. I had. Me I, I also <laughs> struggled to understand what the hell was happening. Yeah, same. The, the, the plot was just all over the place. So, shout out to uh, Spirits Within. That was one. Wasn't mm. that the last project? Um, what's his name? Final uh, Sakaguchi worked on Masuda. Oh. Yeah, straight to the gallows after that. Yeah, he left. Did he get super depressed 12? after that? <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine why. <laughs> he left development of 12, I think, to work on Spirits with him. Oh. oh. So, you know. Why didn't you make it a good Final Fantasy film? It was about his mom, I think, he said, right? Yeah, he it was said. Well, it like didn't that. come across, so if it's like well, a pet personal project, then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So that, 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 that is like... That's the sad part is that that is the last Sakaguchi like production of Final Fantasy is Spirits Within. Mm -hmm. Yikes. The spirit was not within. No, no. the spirit <laughs> was sales. without. The spirit was without. But he's done some decent things with Mistwalker. A lot of them are yeah. weird like Apple Arcade exclusives that I've never been able to play. But some of them are starting to release on things now, I think. Oh, um, his his little Fantasian game. That's coming yeah, to Steam now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I might grab that because it looked pretty good. Yeah, I just it, couldn't it, it, was it was a subscription to is, Apple Arcade to play it. Isn't he just like, he's just in uh, Hawaii somewhere. In Hawaii, he playing. just, yeah, like, every, like yeah. every old Japanese man, he's in Hawaii chilling. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he made 11. That's why he was mm. there, they wanted to play an MMO. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. What a tangent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we Don't buy this item, by the way. No. Uh, what do you? Don't, don't buy this I'll item. Come to your house. Don't. Do uh, you you want can with your money. You can do yeah. what you want with your money, but if you want to save some money, you can uh, look up a, uh, just any glamour for a, a sale, and you'll see that you don't really need this. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm. uh, the six point five website has been updated again. This time with more significant updates than last time. Uh, Yay. So we have to go and have a little look. Um, no longer just a list. No, it is. It, it has pictures uh, and everything. Look at all these. There's a green dot on all of them except for home. <laughs> so uh, that bodes well for us. All right. Uh, first, we have uh, the main scenario quest teaser uh, with mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, zero and uh, green. green. Yay, Reed, mm -hmm. we're so back. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a bad story. But we're that's so fine. That's back. Probably Nabatharang on the second one. Or yeah, somewhere sure. around. Oh, there. yeah. A very significant spot for Reen. So, yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're in this... Yeah, they're, they're definitely... It's right there. next to where they get in this sand skipper thing to go to the flood. Oh, yeah. Is that where it is? How are we going to get there? She can't drive. Only Gaia can drive. With zero can drive zero as well. Can drive, yeah. Zero was born knowing how to drive. See no evidence they have cars in those many, many years ago before it became the she void. Has, she has true. the warrior spirit. Yeah, of zero is Gaia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's 
there is a little blurb. Uh, the Warrior of Light's victory over Golbez proved hollow, for it did nothing to stop the awakening of, and I'm sorry, I still have to say it like this, Zeromus. Uh, its strength was beyond reckoning, clad in darkness, nigh impenetrable. Indeed, naught save resplendent light could pierce such a tenebrous veil. And so the, the warrior of light, <laughs> <laughs> the warrior of light, seeks aid from their allies in the first. Wow. Uh, yeah, really doesn't say anything, cool. but, you I mean, know. I'm, I'm glad Reen's here. I hope Guy is here, too. Yeah, yeah. How get zero to the first that's the biggest question i feel like out of all of the current characters she would have the easiest time of just kind of i mean shooping her way over there you know what i mean soul siphoning thing where we put them in a little bottle mm. put her in a little mm, bottle fair. A little glass jar it's a bit annoying i mean i think at this point they're just gonna say travel but to the first is just easy now for anyone yeah we can go. Yeah, I, are you still looking to figure out the stuff? I guess. Yeah. She's still working on that. So. Because I mean, the, we only pulled zero from the void to our world via an actual void gate. Mm. Yeah. And void gates seem to only go between the source and the void. Not no, the... That, we we got the little little boy from the uh, role quest. Oh yeah, a little cool. Hi, yeah, but as if he's going to be relevant. Well, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that it's possible for void gates to, yeah, um, maybe to mm. open there too. Though I, th I just think it's not as common, right? Oh, you mean from the roll quest? Yeah. Can I also say yeah. that uh, the uh, the timings for the slides? I think I say this every time, but three seconds is too fast. Take it in quicker, old man. Oh, yeah. Come on. Th yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just make them bigger. The modern ADH them. brain has to, <laughs> has yeah, to go through this it's, quicker. It's set to zoomer, the uh, the mm -hmm. speed. So, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's whatever, right? It's really the next picture. Whoops. That is everything for me in this whole patch website. Okay, we'll we'll get okay. to it. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, just uh, just don't mind me. Just I was trying to silently change the date below. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> uh, right. So, myths uh, of the realm. How? How, how, how does it? How? Do, where does the water come from? How does the fountain this work? This is heaven. It can do it in heaven. <laughs> this is heaven. This is heaven. Oh, it's so pretty. I mean, legally, when you do this raid, you have to wear a swimsuit now. Like you're at a water yeah, park. Yeah, it's, it, it's Margaritaville. Mm. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's here. That's where he's going. <laughs> In loving You'll memory. See his image in the clouds. <laughs> it's always five o'clock or whatever he says. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, there's... Everyone's uh, pointing out this symbol on the uh, side of the the aqueduct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aliak will be loving that shit. Yeah. Everyone's mm -hmm. been zooming in on it and trying to figure out... To me, it just looks like a warrior axe. <laughs> I thought symbol for warrior. Yeah. With some extra... This is... This is beautiful, and we'll sadly just... we'll probably only be fighting one god here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna change, which is fine. I mean, yeah, they they have cool we features. We can bathe in on. that. In uh, the it's Ewa worth noting. Black. There's like a tonberry on this roof. Oh yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's. Mandragora's oh, is that like a mandragoras? Mandragora. These are all really lamps. Likes Andragoras. These are lamps that you can have for housing, by the way. Oh, lamp spotted. Yeah. Um, lamp expert right here. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, there you go. That's that one, and then there's this. That'll one. be an ad arena, and then the boss. We're going this to the watcher. Just... Yeah. yeah, who's that new character on the left? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay, so there you go. Uh, for the audio listeners, he was saying it's the picture of the warrior of light. It's that's him yes. on the left. Yeah. <laughs> Trials with us. Okay, so nice the blurb says it was out of their undying love for mankind that the twelve constructed the monument at the heart of the Umphalos. Umphalos. Umphis assemble. We have to, we have to defeat gods. Uh, that they might never lose sight of their purpose. To answer that love, you must sally forth into their sanctum one last time to grant them their heart's desire. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, a little yep, kiss. Yep. And then there's the new dungeon. Uh, the lunar subterrane. Uh, oh my god, this is hell. The, the lighting in this is pretty cool. Like, it's very dark yeah, and like high contrast, which is really Oh, awesome. are they making Zeromus a dungeon boss? Is that what? Uh, for sure, Rollo. Well, no, Zeromus no. is not the dungeon boss. He'll probably boss. be at the end. Oh, I don't, I don't like that horn. Get that out of here. It's a no. bad dragon special. <laughs> I love you don't like the bowl cook queen? <laughs> you know, she has tough legs. Love... Fuck. <laughs> I really like how they were able to to uh, encap uh, encapsulate a what was once just like a two D sprite from Final Fantasy IV yeah. and turn into this horrible three dimensional monstrosity. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? She ah, got oh wait, toes going on. Yeah. Oh Is yeah. Is that? Uh... The new dungeon gear on the right? No, wait, no, it wouldn't. It probably will be. Then it'll be the new dungeon or raid gear, probably. Some yeah, of it, at least. Because the the crafted gear—that's the tank has that on right over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, from last patch or this patch or whatever. It's apparently the tome gear. That's tome gear. Oh, okay. oh, it's probably further ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, a funny bracelet. What what the blurb say? What the blurb, what the blurb say? Long has gold. Bracelet of the twelve. What? That she. Bracelet of the Twelve. Bracelet of the Twelve. Mm. Are there twelve circles in there? I'm not going to mm. count, but to to my eye, it looks like it might have it more. It would be more than twelve. It looks like it has fourteen. Yeah. Let's see. Well, for each shard, then no, the maybe bracelet it's a shard. Maybe, yes, yeah. Maybe it knows about all the shards. Right. Yeah. Long has Golbez guarded the location of his domain, a solemn sanctuary wherein he conspired to break the barrier between worlds. It is here, within the recesses of the 13th moon, Zeromus bides its time, gathering the strength that will see Golbus's plan to fruition. But what else could he be guarding in this subterranean labyrinth? What secrets might be laid bare by those willing to brave its abyssal depths? So uh, true. Yeah, so Zeromus is probably going to be at the end of this dungeon. Um, he'll, he'll be one of those ones where we do the dungeon after and immediately the dungeon, go into the, the trial. Yeah. It's weird yeah, that we yeah. have to go through this, though, because last time Zeromus was just there in the in the fissure yeah yeah now we're uh, well, the dungeon. how do you guys That's feel fair. that this is going to be like the dungeon to grind until <laughs> oh. until 7.0 i don't think there's going to be any need to grind uh, i mean no, it's not well, you, 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 you know patch. what i mean like you, you'll get like if you ever do expert and i'll never get this <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah um, but because i never do expert roulette i just do you know what you we don't do stream. okay not yeah. anymore no I'm over tomes. I mean, we literally, after this patch is released, we have 
a significant amount of time before the expansion. Plenty yeah. of time to just do Alliance Raid Roulettes to get tomes. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, maybe one or two expert roulettes if I'm feeling, uh, you know, adventurous. I see. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind grinding this dungeon based on the yeah. one screenshot we have of the bosses, yeah. surrounds and the one picture Seems of the boss. Chat brings evil. up a good point. This is the first final dungeon of an expansion to not... Well, who knows? Maybe there'll, maybe there'll be some secret guardians in here. But yeah. it's probably the first final dungeon of an expansion to not have a single guardian to fight. True. Well, uh, that would addition... be funny if they have one just. But there's just no. To keep it going. They're just like a single gar- uh, Garlean man, just mm. who, like, for some reason. That's how, that's how you know Endwalker sucks. Because yeah. in truth, yeah, it, 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 the Garlean. Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what were they thinking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to the Abyssal Fracture, uh, which is the trial. There's that picture of Zeromus. Peeking mm. out of the mm-hmm. the void mm. thing, whatever this is. Got the... big arms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, all the more for hugging. Mm. Big cuddles. To be honest, it's not the most exciting design ever because you can't see most of it. No, but well, there will be a room. They're definitely hiding well, I, it. Yeah. Th- yeah, they definitely just don't want us to know what it looks like. I'm no. very... Yeah, I'm excited to see how cool it looks in the end. Yeah. I'm hoping for, like, an Omega moment like type thing reveal zeromas in four looked awful like so i i hope it'll look something like that and massive cool cutscene yeah cool cutscene yeah yeah, yeah. it's a millions of eyes yes uh, the Dread Void sent Zeromus, driven by Ajdaya's longing to return home, is now poised to break the barrier between worlds. And so the Warrior of Light stands fast against the darkness, flick- a flickering beacon of hope. But should they fail, the 13th Deliverance will prove the source's destruction. Mm-hmm. Kind, of, so. kind of like an really empty threat, so. because we know that that's not going to happen, because we're going to go to the what new world. What if it does? You don't know. What if we just suck? What if the new world is on a different shard? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Black and white moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, the Unreal trial, the Singularity Reactor, Unreal. Um, yeah. Don't hold your hopes for us ever trying it because we pretty much skipped the last four. It seems we never seem to do Unreal anymore. Well, no. What? Well, what we is the really current one? Zavanna. Oh, we didn't yeah. even try Zavanna because it's I such a like. Zavanna. I don't want to do Zavanna. Zervon's cool. I wish. Yeah. Is it? I wish. Yeah, it's a great fight. Zervon is good, but I, I wish they didn't go away. You well, know? 100% agree with you. There's no. I think Unreal straight. Trials are one of the shittest things they've designed because it's it disappears after each patch. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes zero un- sense. Yeah. Oh, there was no plans of them ever coming back. Apparently. Right. Yeah, it's the worst design decision they could make. Yeah. Just chuck a just chuck a roulette out for unreals. Yeah. Well, we don't have to read about uh, Thornton. We already know how he works. Yeah, we've Thornton's been there, done boy. that. Been there, done that. Thornton's one of my favorites, though. Good oh, fight. Good yes. Fight. Yeah, really good fight. Yes. And then uh, for new systems, additional duty support. This completes the duty support system for MSQ. Um, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's uh, done. You can, you can do it all. Yeah. 
Yeah. Save for the trials. Miss Dragon. Mm -hmm. well, there we go. Tank Ian. He is. Oh, shit. He is tank. tanking. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh, Drown City of Scala, the Burn, and Gimlet Dark. Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I hope they don't. I hope they don't nerf the uh, the burn. I, of course I they will. They will. They'll make it every time no. they do duty support. They not most, ruin, but make it worse. Most boss are adjusted. Oh, yeah. the oh, Miss yeah, Dragon's yeah. so good, though. I agree with you. I mean, I this like this is your right final going. warning. Then, if you want to enjoy the burn for the last time as it is, you should yeah. do it now because uh, oh. it will be adjusted. Obviously, it's funny to see people die. Still, it's, <laughs> it brings me joy. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so there you go. Very cool. And then, which I still think is a weird, I mean, sure, it is, it is white what woman it is. Jump I feel scare. Like, oh, yeah, that, was a white, that was a white woman jump scare. Goodness. <laughs> She's so, um, uh, smooth. Oh. It's All the characters in this game are smooth. Yeah, but she it's looks because she's never done a smooth. day's work in her Honestly. life. She just steals the credit. The scariest scare about Lisa is just like the fact that she is the daughter of a very brown-skinned man. That's <laughs> well, true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right, anyways, uh, lots of things uh, you can do in the new do, free trial. You can do Animos. Up to, up to Stormblood, Stormblood now. Yeah. Up yeah. to and including... Storm what the third picture from the right. What is that? Yeah, this... I'm trying to figure that out. Which dragon is it? That's from. Um... Oh, this is from. Uh, uh, look in the background. It's Eureka. Oh, oh, no, look. Is Eureka. oh, oh it's Eureka. yeah. Oh, good luck, free uh, trial no, players. It might yeah. be a Renaissance. Yeah, this could be good for Eureka. It actually. might be a renaissance, but I'm still not saying that it's like an exciting thing for free trial. Oh, no, I agree with you. It's, it, yeah, it's like being spat on, but yeah. <laughs> they can try and enjoy it. Yeah. What's I would. That boy. Uh, all right, I well, there you go. Used a picture from Pegos Cowards. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, well, they don't want to scare them off. Now that's how you do <laughs> Yeah, you see this sleeping dragon? He's going to fucking kick your ass <laughs> constantly yeah. until you can fly or mount up. It's really cool just show a picture. You've got to go through 46 hours of snow. Yeah, should just show a picture of the map <laughs> and just explain that you can't fly until like... Oh. <laughs> We've decided to split this zone into two. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. You, you can't even mount. A weird sorry. mountain and you have to... Climb up the mountain in one spot with twelve sleeping dragons, and then you got to fall down the mountain in the right spot and they, fight the weird Pazuzu, whatever it was called, I Luigi. It, yeah, I guess I can kind of understand why they never, they haven't added flight, just because like it's old content, and why would they bother? Because it, can, it was a pain for them to have to add it to a realm reborn. Yeah, but just do it. It's it needs. Vegas already flight. has so much verticality. I think it'd be easier there. You can the mount now. Sorry, I forgot they 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 did you can mount, Eureka, but you can mount from the beginning. No one wants to. In the Bosjan ones, especially in like peak times, if you were a minute behind. Get, you know the train teleporting you've missed out on the whole fight anyway so you need a way yeah, of getting to locations yeah yeah that's true i think adding flying would be fine i don't if, no one cares anymore if they added flying it would be too easy i don't care i don't want yeah. it to be difficult anymore <laughs> if, if, like, yeah, you work for three it expansions later no one no one cares about just people want the relics in the easiest possible way for glamour no, they only like to make it harder by nerfing stuff. <laughs> Remember, it's all they do. 
Mount speed now 10% while in Eureka. I mean, is, doesn't that make it more accessible, though? It was a story point no. that they couldn't... Play. I don't no. care! They can retcon that! <laughs> okay. I yeah. don't care! Yeah. Okay. It is a miserable experience. I liked Eureka. I will stand by that. Uh, Eureka poo-poo, but... Pay, or, um, I'll be the lone Norm. defender. Oh, yeah, I think it's... I think it's a hundred percent fair to like Eureka. I just think that the fact that you still can't fly, especially in Pegos, is ridiculous. It's yeah. part of the, to me, it's just part no. of the difficulty curve. That's, you have to be punished. Your difficulty, just period. That's just it's how not, it is. I don't care. It's not difficult. <laughs> it's just boring. That's the problem. Well, it's. Yeah. It is. I suffered, so you have to. Okay. No, it's designed. <laughs> it is not it. designed well, with. I, it doesn't matter to me now. It doesn't. It isn't designed with flight in mind. I mean, it's. No, it's, it's not. It's purposefully done this way. It's designed to be, take as long as possible and to punish you as much as possible. It's like doing a relic, yeah, which is how relics were done in anymore. the old days. Time versus skill. That's yeah, I do agree is. with you because two expansions later, I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, relics should be nerfed when they become irrelevant, not mm -hmm. made worse, which they have actually done with Eureka. They've fucking taken out some of the exploits that people figured out. Specifically Eureka, which I think is funny. Yeah, like, yeah they've, that's they've the hardest one. Ones they're in, ruthless. But... They want this to be as hard as it was. I mean, they have they did they did nerf mounts. So you can mount from the beginning now. So that is something. That's a, a bench. Oh, how dare people enjoy the, the the luxury of mounting up from the beginning <laughs> of Eureka? Yeah. No, I, I, think, it. I think it just stems from like you want something very different from Eureka than what it was designed for. I, think I want something good. Issue. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's all in the eye of the beholder. Still, I wouldn't mind if it was still relevant. If people, if hundreds of people were still doing Eureka every day, I would not mind if it was not nerfed. It will but be relevant very soon when it, all those free trial, that will be their best in slot weapon. I'll be, I mean, I will, I'll believe you when I say it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll it's, see. Un, it's unfair to lock people out of doing the content because no one else plays it. So you might as well make it as accessible as possible. I think Eureka's already fucking run to the ground. Anyway. Uh, they're, the Eureka reputation is destroyed. Wait, are you saying you would do Eureka? If I could solo all of Eureka very easily, then I would go through it to get my relic. I would do the that. The fact too. of the matter is... You can't solo the majority of Eureka, and no one plays it anymore, and it's miserable. Particularly Pegos. Particularly Pegos. I feel like every time we talk about Eureka, there's someone that says, oh, no, Eureka's active, so I'm not going to say anything. I don't know anything about how active Eureka is, so I'm not going to say it's popular or dead. But... I think Hydatos usually still has people on it, but I think... Only when they're Pegos organizing for um, BA. Yeah, don't forget to join our Discord so we can fucking... You have to join a Discord to do this content, yes. No, there's no way you can organize it in-game, how dare you? Yeah, the game doesn't have to... I don't... You're saying this. I don't know if this is true, but I'll... I'm just fucking out of People claiming that it's very active. There you like go. A, so That is a, a, a an exaggeration for sure. Remember, you might be out of touch 20, here, Mela. You might not know. 20 people, 20 people in the zone is not something I would call very active. <laughs> no, not no. For, especially not for compared to how it was before. Look, you remember when we were in the, that shit together? Full, the entire time, players, until 
until the instance died. You know, exactly. you start seeing dindles like ten. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if it was under twenty, that instance you should leave that instance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let us know in your in the comments anymore. then. How active is? Can you still do Eureka? Because uh, yeah. we don't is know. Is it viable Speaking to out of our asses here. your full relic very easily? With the current amount well, of days, well, it doesn't really matter because I'm pretty sure once the free trial goes up and includes Eureka, it's gonna change. It's gonna we'll it, there's gonna we'll be because there are people and we've we know this that only play the free version and they play it a lot, like and they play it religiously the the free version. So that's true, but they can't communicate. So how are they gonna? I do know it? that's why Eureka will be interesting because that's when you actually can. That's an instance to... that allows you to like party <laughs> even up even on a free trial. Of course, Comes otherwise like you, can't, you, you can't do Eureka if you can't party up. Well, well maybe uh, they want to, you just maybe they want these people. Remember when they said Eureka was soloable? Yeah. Maybe this is the true test of that. No, I don't think that's mm. good. I'm a not sure they'll system. lift those. No, because then Eureka will be full of guild sellers, because that's the only way that people can advertise if they can shout in Eureka. They can shout everywhere. There's going to be new people there. They can there's yeah, going to be guild sellers no matter what. Everyone's <laughs> going to be there. And now everyone on a free trial can speak. All that will happen is free trial. So you think the free up. trial people are gonna? No, you can't because you you have to be level. Uh, what level yeah, do so you unlock Eureka? Seventy. Yeah. They'll make no, people grind it at, min, at you know the lowest possible wage. You can't level spam. jump a free trial. No. So they'll grind. There's no way. You don't know the lengths of the length. You can't fight gold sellers. Farmers Literally, you just you, the only thing you can do is add inconveniences. If they'll go, yeah. go they to love. Eureka, they'll go to Eureka. And they're removing them all for Eureka. If Those Venezuelans work hard. Leave them alone. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm... good on them for getting the money, but... I love that we're, yeah, we've, love... we've fallen into like a Eureka discussion, but I love it. I love yeah, Eureka. I love that. I was about to say the exact same never thing. Avoid... Seven, years, seven years later, Eureka discourse still exists. Yeah. 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 Well, because it's, it's, Eureka, about it, but no one's playing. it's oddly irrelevant again. I mean, because it's about to become we'll probably see. quite I mean, relevant. We'll see. We'll I see. think Eureka is like the perfect example of for, like the bad parts of 14's content design. Not in terms of like the actual design of Eureka. I'm always going to say it's bad. But yeah. I mean, like, how they treat older content and that, like, it's just essentially abandoned. Yes. And will yeah. never be brought to par or, like, they'll yeah. do bug fixes, maybe. And they do those random nerfs for when people, and they get too popular. But yeah. other than that, it's, it's a lot of content they worked very hard on that's, like, essentially abandoned. I fully agree with you. Well, the problem is that they've made a type of content that's supposed to be played a certain way. It's just that they don't have enough people playing it the way it's supposed to be played because there aren't enough people. Yeah, because the, the way the design content is to be done on release. Mm. Like, that, yeah. that's how so they intend so everything to be, be done. done. Yeah. Yeah. Adjust it so that it's readily, as easily doable as it was on release with the amount of people that play it now. Yeah, it has to be scaled back. They, they can't release Eureka for 140 players and expect 140 players to still be playing it seven years later. It, it It's just not feasible, so it has to be scaled back. I feel like we so would have... lower uh, numbers of people can uh, do Knowing it. us, I feel like if they did that, we would have a discussion about how they destroy all old content by, like... Because no. there's just a shadow For me, of they destroy self. old content by abandoning it or removing it. Yeah. I've never... I'm, I'm very much pro. If you out-level content, you should be able to solo farm it. I'm very mm. pro on that. Okay. I I'm also of the opinion that like if, like, if something is still 
readily doable in the current form without going out of your way, then it doesn't need to be nerfed. But Eureka is not. Yeah, that's also true. Okay. But we are, I will say, we are saying this based on the idea that no one, there is no way to form a party in current Eureka. That is what we're saying right now. Just just in case, because we are a little out of touch sometimes when we talk about you old content know in, the comments, in this game. I'm sure. Uh, well, I'm just, I, I did the content properly. I did it on release. So no, 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 <laughs> you guys no, no. Are losers. You did it without actually doing the reason, like doing the relic, which was the reason it no. existed. Oh, I, I have to do the relic now to Eureka. Okay. No, he it's did the content. Why it's I did the there. content. It's why there it's was there. Two, no, it was a multifaceted piece of content. It had a relic, and it had the leveling story story mm. side of it. Yeah, yeah, but leveling it was, in Eureka it. was an equally painful experience as grinding for a relic. I don't want to farm the stupid light kettles. This is revisionism. I, I, when I mean I, Eureka is a relic grind zone. I mean that we are we backing off on that now? It's an adventure it was, zone. It was it was a new content. It was groundbreaking for the game, and it, it was the so why uh, hold on apparatus for the relic. So why would you want it nerfed so you can just race through it and get nothing at the end? You want the story. story. You either want the story or you want the relic, or both. The story's pretty good. Yeah, the story is good, I agree. Apparently, there's a story that the a lot of people I couldn't never do it for years. Yeah. Because I, I hated it. Yeah. It was, like, frustrating. There's so many reasons for them to make it actually soloable. And almost no reasons for them to not. Okay. Other than preserving their idea of what it should have been seven years ago. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to discuss it's Eureka the, anymore. I, I made my stance I clear. Know. I love Eureka. Don't nerf it. Keep it as it is. Good luck to the free trial. I love Eureka. I haven't been Eureka in years. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. haven't been in Eureka I love for Eureka, Eureka, but I'm yeah, contributing see, to it. I have, I have, I've Likil, finished my Likil journey. Lakeel loves the idea of Eureka. <laughs> Which is I fair. spent so many hours in Eureka. I have yeah, completed my journey. I am done. I have done Eureka. Yeah. I feel no... So urge to go back. Why should people not be able to experience something similar? They even, can in right in now. Some way. No, they cannot because no, they there can't. are not enough people. I, no, that's our, our, our experience based on nothing. I, we don't based know based on if that that's time. possible. Yeah, being in Eureka when it was released is a vibe that no one will ever experience again. Yeah, that's gone. People, chat is saying that there are you can play Eureka, so I don't oh, know. You can play it. I, I'm not saying it's unplayable, but I'm saying the experience. So you can't at play launch, it the way I played which, it. No, because no. the experience at launch is a way different. Mm -hmm. Like 120 players versus the 20 is like yeah. that. That's not the same. It's they, so different. I believe they nerfed a lot. Didn't they nerf like uh, mm -hmm. they've nerfed a lot of animos as well? I think they nerfed some of the scaling. Was yeah, it? the scaling was. But oh, I yeah, mean, scaling was a th yeah. Yeah, but like again. 120 bodies versus 20. Mm -hmm. Someone in the chat said there was like 20 people on there, or like Animus instance or whatever, uh, which I guess we're about right with that, is like it's still not the same experience. Mm. Like mm. you can never have that launch experience of Eureka ever again. Well, that I understand will never. I mean, that's with every piece of content. I don't think that's yeah, ever possible. That's, that's You'll something. never that's have they... the launch feeling of Bosnia. You'll never Because have... they designed the content like that. Like to they be designed played on it. day one and yeah. then abandoned. Yes. Yeah. Well, not abandoned. I will say. I will say. I still find the design concept of Animos and uh, Pegos, like Pegos particularly, to be suffering and unpleasant. 
So I don't know why they can't make it easier. Yeah. Hey, that's for me. Animus, I had a good enough time in. Yeah. Yeah. It was all shit, but I did it. I <laughs> I enjoyed my time. I mean, I'm I'm closer to you, Roller, than I am to what these two think. <laughs> Again, I appreciate that it exists. I will always say I'm glad they experimented. Yeah, I, I agree. I disagree with the um, not being able to experience. Uh, MSQ will always feel fresh if it's your first time doing it. Which no matter this? when you do it. Although it, although the MSQ may have changed now since the Aron Reborn reworks and stuff, so you'll never have the same quest line. Doing the MSQ in 14, if it's your first time, will feel fresh and enjoyable if you start it today or if you started it 10 years ago. You'll just never I think experience... We've, I think we've deviated a bit from what the point was. A lot of free trial players are now going to get access to this content. And to that might actually literally give it that feeling back like it might be like launch again because you've essentially opened the floodgates for free players well, that's, to play that's Eureka, what i can hope for yeah. and they We're haven't nerfed most of it so it'll still be like a that experience we can well, let's check back on those numbers after the patch yeah. comes out or yeah. after those people get to stormblood and try <laughs> also, it out and also in yeah, in the sure. comments please explain how eureka works because we are again just <laughs> making shit up here. <laughs> Also, um, there's a comment in chat about MSQ being busy, doing MSQ when it's busy versus when it's empty. But doing MSQ when there are less people around. Yeah, I do that it's sometimes better. too. Yeah. I, yeah. All, it, all I'm saying with the launch why, stuff yeah. is, is that like it's Eureka and Bosja are intended for like that early launch, like the first couple months of mm. that thing being out. You know, like that's the intended experience. Of like having a lot of people doing it, a lot of people in there, and then it just kind of falls to the wayside as time goes I, out. With MSQ, like yeah, you can do that whenever. Eureka, it's always the same. No I mean, yeah. Eureka lasted a very long time. I will say that. It just did to last add a long that. time. Yeah, it, 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 it did. Uh, it lasted less. So the more they've like done with, that um, content, the worse it's got. It seems. Or the more it's got. The, it's yeah. great restoration like that. Like it's I crazy think, that's in the state that that's in. Well, I think yeah. Ishgard restoration is still fine because they new players. Well, I mean, it's new players will still come too, and I feel like oh, maybe they don't add anything to the store anymore, like the vouchers vendor anymore. But no, they I don't think... add anything new to it. I would say that the thing I like about Ishgard restoration is it's still doable <laughs> in its off. current form. That is particularly yeah. soloable. Mm -hmm. I also think. A lot of people, it seems, have not played that many MMOs where they think, like, for an example, the launch day of Wrath of the Lich King was an experience, was a vibe. Everyone was cheering each other on. They were like, oh my god, we're going to Northrend. They're all on the airship. It was amazing. In 14, it's a huge crowd of players silently in a cutscene around an NPC. <laughs> That's not a. You're not experiencing being with other people when you're all silently standing around an NPC in a cutscene. Having a hundred players around Hien while you're all watching a cutscene isn't the vibe you think it is. Uh, no. Uh... I. We'd have, we'll turn this to a great discussion another time, maybe, because we got worse. Yeah, I, I, this is 6.5 yeah. website update. I feel we're like we're, I don't know where we are with this. Anyways, uh, 6.5. Uh, the website's updated. We did that. Uh, <laughs> Click on yes. Zero's big old head. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Weird sense. Yeah. Okay. 
moving on. Uh, Fan fest. Whoa. It's time for yeah, FanFest uh, updates. The stage and stream schedule for the Euro- Eurovision Yay. for the Final Fan <laughs> for the Fan Festival in London uh, has been uh, released. Why did uh, we get the schedule so early? Because uh, Europeans EU. are organized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I can't uh, wait to get harassed by London expect- Excel staff. Mm. <laughs> you expect organization out of Vegas? You saw how that ended up. Oh God! Let's yeah. see if Rollo's uh, permitted water. This might be a good sign. <laughs> this might be a good sign. Um, all right, we'll just go through uh, the the schedule now. So from nine. Sorry, oh god, I'm just not going to read GMT. Uh, from 10 no, to 11. Hang on. Well, we, we might be in Maybe, GMT yeah. by then. Why do they show BST then? I don't know. When when I does think... daylight daylight day? I I don't think it happens until after Mailer. That's why. Oh, it's the 29th of August. So yeah, yeah so, so 29th of October. So we'll be fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you I was going to say the 29th of August has happened they already. Inc- they include yeah, GMT time. because of Iceland. Oh, yeah. yes, that's yeah. probably true. Yeah. God. Good. Yeah, Good so ST is the most relevant. Yes. Just have one I mean, universal time and we all live by it. So from 10 to 11.30 uh, BST, that's 11 to 12.30. So for, for Central Europeans, add an hour. Noon. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so from 11... East Coasters, subtract six. So from mm-hmm. 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. BST, you have the keynote... Uh, you join producer and director Naoki Yoshida as he takes to the stage to announce the latest updates coming to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, and then there's the opening ceremony from 11.30 to 12, BST. Um, the attending guests from the Final Fantasy XIV development and operations teams arrive to greet at- attendees and kick off the show. Uh, oh, wow. Natasha Cheng and Yulia Natasha Hauptner. Cheng and, yeah, Yulia Hauptner. Yulia Hauptner. 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 Uh, German, so yeah. uh, from the German uh, team. Um, Germans then, represent. Then from twelve thirty, so there's a break, a thirty minute break from twelve thirty to four two thirty p.m. BST uh, development panel. How are the fields, dungeons, and towns designed in the world of Final Fantasy fourteen? Join Yoshi as he sits down with members of the development team to talk about all things environmental in this development panel. Yeah, this one's going to be. This is going to be the rough one. Yeah, this, this is going to be the one where this... either is decent or it's not that. It's yeah. Very yeah. Dry. See, that's the th- that's the thing. I thought that was good, would be the case with the one that dissected like the gear design last time we were in Europe, and yeah. with this one, I, for some reason, I have like I'm very optimistic about this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, uh, you know ever an optimist as you know, Gyoki, but just shut you up. Know, You've got to, you, got to <laughs> you know, be realistic as well. Yeah. Uh, from 3 p.m., so again, a 30-minute break. From 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Oh, you can fuck off right now, Scott. Uh, What's this? <laughs> what is this? Listen, we'll be there this time, though. We can cause a riot. Heckle them. Heckle them. <laughs> Boom. So from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., who wants to be a gillionaire too? That is our content. How yeah. dare you they steal forced it us twice. to rebrand, by the way, so that, you know, it's mm-hmm. just Gillian. How now. dare you? We're uh, going to judge your question super hard. 
Uh, we're gonna judge everything the production value listen be Yogi's gonna be there he's, he's gonna be he's gonna give you guys like a score and shit Yogi just starts shouting out it. bring some rotten um, tomatoes and throw me. it on stage um, actually, you said the answer was B but it's actually not one of the answers the correct yeah. answer <laughs> who wants to be a Gillianaris back join us for a showdown between team Hydaelyn and team Zodiac as they battle their way through glory uh, through a series of challenging questions Who's going to be in it? We knew who the eight contestants were last time. Team I'm Heidel so confused. Zodiac. It's, it's us, Gergi. Yeah. 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 But you're on, one of you's on Team Highland, one of you's on Team Zodiac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they already I'm have. They already have. A, they just haven't announced it yet. From 4.30 to 6 p.m. BST, welcome to Naoki's room. Yoshi P. Oh, that's returning. Yoshi P. will be joined by special guest Final Fantasy series founder Hironobu Sakaguchi to chat about Sakaguchi. his adventures as a warrior we of light. Talking about him. Yeah. In the second half, we will also host a Q&A session to answer your burning questions. Uh, you can submit questions. Uh, I'm assuming, um, is that on the forum or is it... Um, that is the forum. Yeah, on the official yeah, forum. Yeah, it's a link to the forum. Until Monday the 18th. Of September. Yeah, so until tomorrow. So like oh, tomorrow. Yeah, if you're watching this well, on tomorrow, demand, it's too late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Please keep your questions time. concise and limit each post to a single question. This will allow other players to simply hit question. like. Yeah. But I don't know if I can be able to log into the forums and work out how to use it just to post. It. Everyone ask about chat bubbles right now. <sighs> can Made someone ask if I don't and it gets can someone ask when in the code do uh, buffs and debuffs get applied? So here's my example. Mm -hmm. I mean, the spell is being cast and I cast reprisal, but the actual damage doesn't happen until, let's say, 15 seconds after the cast over. 15. Does reprisal, let's just say, for example, so does reprisal <laughs> work because I hit it during the cast time, or does reprisal need to be done 10 seconds later when the attack actually goes off? When does the damage reduction apply? This is a Q&A with Sakaguchi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to address yeah. this kind of <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry. He's going to be like, I did not make this game for yeah. the question. Yeah. I'll just say thanks, Sakaguchi. And then, then just, just post that as a question. Thanks. Then there's an hour break, and then there's the pi piano. It's the piano the performance. Piano. <laughs> <laughs> the piano performance by Keiko. Yay, Keiko. Reminisce on the Yay. past adventures and enjoy Yay. the mesmerizing melodies of 14 in this piano concert performed by Keiko. Uh, yeah, okay. To ensure that all attendees can enjoy the concert without distractions, video or audio recording during the performance is strictly prohibited. Rollo, oh, yeah, I'll be knocking phones out of people's hands. Mm. Rollo, oh, get out I your got... camcorder. Yeah, I'm going to make a bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> Solid around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, Sakaguchi uh, takes a lot of space in this uh, live uh, fan fest, actually. Day two, uh, a stroll with Yoshi P returns uh, from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Join us uh, as Hi Hironobu Sakaguchi, founder of Final Fantasy, tackles some familiar foes from the series. Get ready to hear anecdotes about bosses and content from the Final Fantasy series, oh. as well as a peek behind the scenes with stories from the game's development. I love that. Sakaguchi was like, old men talking. I just want to play a video. I just want to play 14, <laughs> actually. Uh, I that's all he does. I have, I have to imagine Sakaguchi will be like fucked in terms of time zones. Cause like oh, yeah. why? 
yeah. is like well, the like, exact opposite I'm, side of the world he, from the assume, UK. I would assume he arrives before FanFest. Yeah, yeah, I assume so too, yeah. but still, that's crazy. That's like a 12-hour difference or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be rough. And then, I'll have a bottle of wine now. Right. Then there's an hour break uh, from oh. the scroll, oh, yes. and then there's the Crystalline Conflict Regional Championship 2023 Europe and Oceania. Yeah. Four semi-finalists team, sorry, four semi-finalist teams brings uh, bring the excitement to the main stage of Fan Festival to battle it out and see who claims the European Champion title. Uh, presented by Rukuri Lithi, Kevin Buffard, and J Julia Hauptner. Julia Hauptner, yeah. Uh, uh, Rukuri and Lithi are the ones who they've been uh, bringing on along with the community team for the Twitch streams. Ah, uh, yeah. It was that Frenchman for the the the. Is that Kevin Buffard? Uh, uh, that looks like a French name, oh. Buffard. Mm. Uh, this is Duty Commence guys, right? I like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. They're yeah. cool. That's going to be exciting for you guys. I don't. I mean. I don't know if Rollo will be interested. I don't think I'll be there in person to watch this. Oh. I feel like it will be oh. more fun to watch this when I get home and watch the VOD of you guys covering yeah. it, to be honest. Maybe. yeah. I'll, I'll play it by ear. I might try and be there. Advancing to the semifinals. Uh, I think I know who we're going to pick, but it's eSports Ready. Right. Hopeless. Bourbon's Ranch. And Fish. Okay. Fish. I mean, obviously. So it's obviously fish. It's fish. Fish are the ones where... We have to go with fish. We'll go all so we've cursed you, so you will not win. I am so sorry, fish. You will not win. Sorry, fish. But I think fish might have won. Is that the the losers bracket? Are you reading? The from the... Do... I'm on the the crystal oh. conflict team. Like what's that? How do losers brackets work for advancing to like? I don't know how tournaments. I don't work. know. You I don't lose this... once, and then you have to fight the other losers to get to the end. But right. then you still can progress as a team in the like actual semi-finals. I have no idea. It says advancing to semi-finals. Yeah, fish. Fish, 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 fish. We're going for fish. Okay. Um, then uh, 30 minutes after that, uh, after that has ended, uh, at 3.30 p.m. till 5 p.m., Glamoured to Life Cosplay Walk. We've invited yeah. cosplayers of all skill levels to strut their stuff on stage for everyone to see. Come enjoy the pageantry and dedication on display. Stay tuned for more information about how to apply to participate. Coming soon. That's right. Out there? Look forward to me and Georgi's cosplay of um, Naldthal. We'll be swapping. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. We'll rotate on each other. Like, I'll hold him by yeah. the legs. Oh, that sounds <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other one has to walk on their hands when they're upside down. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be great. I'm looking for. I love the, the, the yeah. cosplay walk. Yeah. Well, always is very awkward the, to watch, but it mm. is awkward. Was the previous cosplay walk at the the American Fan Fest only an hour long, or am I misremembering? Because I feel like this is longer. Yeah, I do. I was gonna uh, an ask hour and a half for this one. Yeah, um, this is an hour and a half. I'm pretty sure it was just an hour last time. Well, this is. Yeah, that's I what think... I thought. I think they just have. They've learned more to time and space to do. It wasn't enough. Cosplay. It was one hour, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, okay. It did feel rushed, so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then a thirty-minute break again, and then from five thirty to six p.m. 
it's just half an hour. Cheering choice. Get ready to make some noise for the cheering choice game. Show your unwavering support and vote for your favorite answers to some not-so-serious 14-related questions, either by cheering at the show or voting on live stream. What's that? I'm not that quite weird. sure. So I mysterious. Think it's, it's like the little Q&A or the little trivia thing that had an NA, I think. Oh, I liked Oh, that. yeah, where there was a... Yeah, right. That was they had the error. They had the error in the one, one of the questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gillianaire will be just as bad. <laughs> now, Gillianaire was completely pre-recorded that was, last time they yes, did it. Yes, yes. Oh. Probably is this time as well. Um, I mean, imagine how much more how more professional Gillianaire would be if we did that was, I mean, that is the question that was asked immediately after we'd done the, uh, <laughs> the return of Gillianaire. Uh, why are we doing it live? There's no reason for it. I mean, there isn't. Um, there's no. We have to run it with like a 10 minute delay. So there's yeah, no, no audience interaction. There is anyway, no audience so no interaction. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should just. We don't have an ask the audience of a lifeline no. like no. actual millionaire. Yeah, I agree. No, no. We can workshop that. Uh, okay, and then to uh, round it off, an hour after the cheering choice is that's from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, the Primals live in concert. Uh, jam out to exhilarating tracks and relive your moments of triumph in this explosive live performance by everyone's favorite Final Fantasy XIV band, The Primals. Uh, so there you go. That's it. Rono, beat up Gyogi. When, and when the mosh performs, just start beating on Gyogi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Push him around. We're, we're open up the fucking pit. We're yeah, going to be in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That is Fan Festival 2023 London. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. I think the schedule looks even better than the NA one. Yes, looks good. I agree. I think the schedule um, does look more exciting, particularly day one. Yeah, yeah, day one's going to be poking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure to wake me up, Gergi. I sleep in a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shake me awake if you have to. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that sounds fun. But he might have rolled over onto you, so... You're right. right. We have separate beds, don't worry. Mm. Yeah, he might have <laughs> climbed, climbed into bed with you and rolled onto you. So <laughs> we have one... Oh, oh no, we are, we only have one bed in our room, Gergi. I guess we have to sleep next to each other. I have had friends do that before. Where they crawled into my bed when they were in in their sleep. Yeah. That's pretty horrible. I'd hate that. I won't do that. That's... I mean, I'll grind my teeth very loudly in my sleep, but yeah, <laughs> that's a... That's why you God. need your mouth guard. Yeah, you need your uh, multiple yeah. Your rubber in your mouth, right? <laughs> So there you go. Uh, that means we can, uh, for us that are not going, uh, we can plan our uh, coverage of it. So that's yeah. That's and good if for we're us. like, yeah. who knows how? Maybe we can get you know a quick. We can quickly ring Yogi and Rono while they're there. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, that'll be. Hey guys, we just got stabbed in London. Um... <laughs> we didn't. We didn't hey. even make it. We're in King, we're... King's Cross Hospital. <laughs> We've been stabbed fifteen times. Early. It being interviewed in Scotland Yard for acts of terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. in the Tower of London. I don't know how to save him. Oh, no, I'm no. just going for a cheeky Nando's. I don't know where Rollo went last time. He told me he said he was going to meet the king. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, there you go. That is that. Uh, let's uh, squeeze in a uh, Mogmel then, shall we? Oh, uh, squeeze it in. Squeeze mm -hmm. it, baby. Punch. Shut up! <laughs> this is from Mr. Wolf's Head uh, oh. from uh, uh. Goblin. Uh, 
hello, uh, speakers. Hope this finds you all well. Thanks for the marathon coverage of the the fan festival. It Ooh. was, uh, yeah. The, it was well, you'd think this is a very old mail. It is not. Uh, it was genuinely nice uh, to have you hosting it. I've got a few thoughts to send your way. Discuss as you like. One, I'm excited for our beach adventure, but also suspicious of that uh, of that maybe Allegan Tech in the bottom half of the logo. What's going on there? Are the Allegans the giants? Or is it possible there was another tech-savvy race which either predated or existed alongside them? Maybe rivals? Two, could variant dungeons serve the same XP grinding purpose as Bosia in 7.0? A way to power level alts or mains to 100? We don't know what sort of XP they might give. Once the third is implemented, perhaps uh, there will be a roulette, and this could be the way they find relevance in the next expansion. Three, this is just a bit of a story what-if speculation. I never really dug Hermes, but love Athena. She doesn't give a fuck. She's a nice end cap to the MSQ, presents a bit of foreshadowing, aliens, and even acts as a sort of dark reflection of Vena, or darker if you think Vena is sus suspect. The question is, would you like to have uh, would you have liked to have seen Athena in the MSQ proper, possibly taking on some Hermes some taking on some of Hermes' role? Personally, I would like to learn the whole Meteon debacle was caused by the heart of Sabik. And maybe, given the proximity, it was. Thanks again, you will take care and stay safe, Mr. Wolf said. Uh, uh lot. Okay. This is a lot. Um yeah. well, just one question at a time. I'll start with so, the first one. one. Yeah, I mean, uh, that is interesting because, again, we know very little about this continent. Mm -hmm. So we don't... From... I just don't know what the logo is still. I no, can't it's very it like, it's like Endwalker. We talked about this. Like, it's giving the, yeah. the Endwalker uh, vibe. It's meaningless. Yeah. Kind of looks like a spaceship or a floating island or something. Yeah. Um... I don't think... We, we are very knowledgeable, for the most part, of... Um, well, not really, but the, the history of this world. Uh, the Allegans were a very long time ago in terms of since the creation or whatever, since the first era. Um, and they seem to be the only people who took over the whole world, including the new world. Yeah. So if there's I, anything related to the old races, I'll, it will be Allegan tech. I will say, so it says at the bottom of the logo... I feel like I've. It's been so long since I've seen the logo that I've. It I've... has like little um, blue tendril kind of things coming down, but it could just be roots or something. Oh yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like if you because the top part we all know that's like that's the. It looks like a the city. city. You know that is. Yeah, it's and it's the... got the rainbow thing above it. But it's, it's the that blue, blue yeah. part at the bottom right of the logo that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that looks like some sort of ship. Uh, it's like or... a clean sweep, and then it's got these blue lines coming out, kind of like the Void Arc or something, but more yeah. streamlined. Yes. Um, well, maybe I it's wish... just shown the dark roots at the heart of Mamulja yeah. society. Yeah, because that mm -hmm. we know I that the, the yellow part... Can I, get, I need to get the logo on screen. I mean, I'm kind of hoping rather that it's still like Ronkins, that like somehow they have some <laughs> sort of connection. <laughs> I like I'd be da I'd be down with that. I'd be like, yeah, sure. We got our source Ronkins. What's what's their deal? Oh my god. I I'm just tired of Allegans. I'm sorry. It's not even necessarily source Ronkins. As Ronkins were able to get between multiple shards, they discovered the secret oh. shard. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the logo, and this is the part we're talking about—the blue part. Yeah. But I'm now that I'm looking at it closer, actually. 
it does just it look just like it's a blue color added to the to the yeah, whatever this is, just... which is just mm. the city, I guess, just buildings. It's not the. Best. But what are the tendrils at the bottom then? Like this, this is kind of weird. Maybe it's doing a bit of a callback to the original logo with like the weapon wheel kind of thing. Maybe. Or like the, no. I think this yes. is the second <laughs> worst logo. I think Endwalker is the worst logo they've ever done for this game. You really? really? Mm, I just think it's too meaningless. Well, Around Reborns is amazing because of the like the warriors, like the different classes all in a ring. Evansward looked like classic Final Fantasy. Stormblood was cool. Um, showing like all the cast going to war. You know, it was very. It had the flag. And Shadowbringers was. I just yeah I mean they're all good logos but I think maybe the last two have been more meaningless. Well, I think also just to get back on the logo question, uh, question is I think maybe actually we are looking too much into it because like chat is pointing out, know. the original logo was in black and white, and so the mm, color doesn't really mean anything. This that's true. I mean the the stuff at the bottom is weird because it's just like spikes coming out of the bottom, but you need to like oh, have like a an city, end. so it's maybe it's the roots. You know, does the city the float? City. Yeah, I mean, it's also just kind of like it's kind the logo of just has like to end somewhere. The Aman, the Amano aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he does just weird things in the logo. Like the Shadowbringers really one, the sword just tails off, and the bottom of the warrior tails off. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Heavenswood one. Now that one was just brilliant. You can't beat that logo. Right. Okay. I I am indifferent to most of the logos. Really? The A Realm Reborn one is just a recolored uh, 1.0 version. Yeah, but isn't that that's so iconic? It's so well designed. Yeah, it's the it's 14 the logo, new... so exactly. it's kind of it's cheating. The that's the logo for the game. Essentially. That's not cheating. Well, no, but it's. I mean, the others are expansion logos. The A Realm yeah, Reborn one is the, the game f... logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. think the first three were really well done. Yeah. Uh... I think Walker was a bit of a miss. But it's weird. Okay. Yeah. I still don't know what if like what the spaceship was meant to be. The Enter not the Enterprise, the, the Ragnarok. Ragnarok. It doesn't the Ragnarok. It doesn't look like it though at all. Well it's an Amano I mean, it's, logo, it's, isn't it? So have you yeah, have you looked at some of how Amano has drawn like cloud in Amano the Amano does yeah, whatever I mean, I the fuck he does. He does what he wants. They just said spaceship like, and it's like okay. Makes the most I, abstract yeah. a spaceship he could think of. Fucking Star Destroyer from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just the triangle from from asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> did Final Fantasy XI get know. art? Yes, it did. It did get art for every expansion. Yeah, eleven after Uh okay. What's uh, the question two? Yes. I am super duper duper down with this. The Making variant them dungeons. a good way of grinding and giving like really good XP or something. Yeah. Very big on that. That'd be amazing. That would be good. It'd be more worth I it think... to do it. Than... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> than yeah. with the current rewards, I would say. Yeah. Um. If they can't, I think you would... like, come up with a way of utilizing it. It's a big miss. Mm -hmm. I think you should tie. I don't know if there's there'd be any way for them to do this, but I think if they could, this would prevent it from also always going the same way is if they provide an experience bonus if you pick a route that at least one person in your party has not done right mm. Mm. that'd be kind of hard to figure out to, yeah i know to like that's why i don't know how, but i do I like the idea programmable it would be but yeah. like because i don't my biggest worry would be that like they would the the party find a 
the, the duty finder will just find the fastest route through each variant dungeon and it will always do that yeah so i would like there to be some dig some manner i don't know how they would do it but there would need to be some manner in which they can encourage people to take different routes yes <clears throat> um, yeah there's also obviously there's uh, there's the deep dungeon coming as well in this expansion but yes variant dungeons it's there it's a system make it, uh, it give exactly. us a reason don't to do, do nothing it. right now right right maybe uh, on the, in the roulette you have to go the way the npc goes and that will force you to do different routes or mm. yeah but that's haven't... only the first part that's only the first decision that's it's only true the... but yeah, each one but... then has like three or four options so you at least get a different route most times that's true that's true they're hard i mean they, it'd be hard to do the like the secret routes if you'd never done them i suppose right mm-hmm uh, okay, and then uh, the uh, Athena. Um, would you like to see an Athena as the MSQ prop in the MSQ proper, uh, taking us on a I Hermes like Athena, role? but I, I feel like Athena would have been very reductive as a final like opponent, like final antagonist of the the Heidelin Zodiac storyline. I don't think it even really fit in the themes in general of yeah. and walker no because no, the hermes no. like despair of is like a pivotal part very central to the story where if it was just like athena like athena is just evil or maybe corrupted by like the the stone or the space rock or whatever yeah uh which I, works fine in the raid like i don't have any complaints with that there but i think in um in the msq Especially for how long you spend there, I don't think it would have worked. I think it would have came out worse. Yeah. That's why I like Hermes. I think he was good. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I think Athena in the raid is just um, and all, having La Habrea also sort of relegated to the raid works yeah. in its favor. It would have been weird to have Athena mentioned so much in the MSQ and then she's also part of the the Eight Man Raid series. Um, yeah. No, I'm I, sure I think Hermes was his north best, but yeah. he worked. Yeah. Yeah, the ch- chat is correct. Athena is like, there's nothing to dissect with this Ath- Athena, really. That's, yeah, she's, no, that's true. She's a very, like, like she's a very static character, which is not bad, but, like, mm. it's a bit, yeah. like, it would be quite uh, underwhelming if you yeah. compared her to previous. Like, I think he's had a lot of discussion around us. Yeah. yeah, like, love him, love him or hate him. Like, if, if, if you don't like Hermes or if you don't like, or you do like Hermes, including the story, there's still like room to discuss that and exactly. have an interesting yeah. conversation. Yeah, uh, I just but don't Athena feel like is, I would get... if you like Athena, you're just doing it to be edgy, aren't you? Like, yeah, there's yeah. question. Yeah, there's questions as to the morality of Hermes's actions. I don't think there's any questions as to the morality as to exactly. what Athena was doing. Right. Welcome yeah. to my twisted mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fine again for the raid. I think because it's more about um, Eric and. Um, Habrea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a father son. Yeah. 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 It was obviously Meteon is a plot device that exists as a function of Hermes. I don't necessarily yeah. question the... Her, it's right. it's the kind of thing where like you need something that is en- like world ending, but like how do you tie that into something that has any sort of agency? 
Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she mm. she was fine in the end. Because I mean, worked. consider Zodiac before this expansion as well. Like, right. Zodiac is a husk. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're pretty much explicitly told that too after we kill. Yeah, yeah. Them. It's, it's like yeah, you you technically beat <laughs> you technically beat him already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Wolfshead. Uh, that's all thank we have for time for. Uh, we need to move on to our main story. Uh, you can send in more Mogmail, speakersofvideo.com slash Mogmail. We'll get to it eventually. Uh, all right. Time for the clickbait. Uh, yeah, time to talk uh, about colonialism. Yeah. During Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, I'm so sorry. Well, on Rosh Hashanah too. Right. God. Let's just. Well, we're just we're just ticking all Let's the just make now. this very clear. We're reading. This is based on an article. We are yeah. not raising this question. This is a mm -hmm. question I immediately knew was never going to be raised by me because we know. Mm -hmm. We'll get to the discussion. Uh, all right. Here's the article. This is written by Alex Bryan, who is a teaching associate at the University of Nottingham. So, you know, he's got credentials. Um, Final Fantasy XIV fans fear the game's new colonial storyline. Here's why they don't need to. Uh, the popular online role-playing game Final Fantasy XIV will be taking its players to the New World when its fifth content expansion, Dawn Trail, is released next summer. More than a passing reference to the age of European exploration, it is set on a new continent known as Tural, which draws historical and cultural inspirations from pre-Columbian Latin America and civilizations such as the Aztec, Inca, and Maya. The game's producer, Naoki Yoshida, announced the expansion at the end of July 2023 during an official fan festival. He explained that the story will begin with playable, playable characters being invited to the New World. There, they will oversee a contest over the throne of... Oh god, Tuliolal. Tuliolal. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah you're correct. A major city in the region. The journey to Tural is portrayed in the announcement trailer as a well-earned exotic vacation for players after the apocalyptic events of the game's last expansion, Endwalker. While some Latin American players are excited to see their historical culture represented in the game, other players have expressed concern about the colonial role their player character might play in the story. Now, I just have to this is my first, like, this, okay, so when people do this, you know, they, they're like, but some people say, and then they, they show the, the source, the tweet, it has two likes. I just yeah. want to point this out I mean, as we just, go along. Just, yeah, 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 I'm it's just someone's saying. opinion. That's yeah, 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 all. someone's opinion. Yeah. It's not, this is not like a big movement. Um, mm -hmm. One fan responded by analyzing the way in which they claim indigenous culture has already been poorly represented in the game. They claim that the game's producers, Square Enix, have a really awful track record that doesn't bode well for Dawn Trail. These I mean, concerns... speak directly to that. Right, that's true. We've... yes. These concerns about the way in which Latin American history and culture will be reflected in the game are understandable. While video games are an exciting medium through which to reflect Latin American history and culture, the region's past is commonly represented through tomb raiding ancient civilizations and colonization. However, as a historian of empire, I believe that uh, Final Fantasy XIV has already demonstrated over the past 10 years of its development that video games can present nuanced interpretations of imperialism. Hmm. Uh, so here's Final Fantasy's track record. The release of the newest game in the long-running series in June... Oh, sorry, this is also, sorry, just to source this uh, article, is from theconversation.com. 
So mm-hmm. yeah. the release of the newest game in the long-running series in June hasn't helped the brand's image. When Final Fantasy 16 hit the shelves, Yoshida was criticized for the game's lack of racial diversity. When asked about the absence of non-white characters, he stated that this was because the game's world was based on medieval Europe. Whether intentional or not, this whitewashing of European history... Oh, shit. And this... Sorry. This whitewash... <laughs> whitewashing... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, hold on. Oh, God, I lost my track. Uh, whitewashing of European history ignores the continent's racially diverse past, a misconception historians are already struggling to counter. I would also say that, like, 16 isn't even, like, that, like, mm, completely white. No. There's an entire no, region. It, it turned out not to be. It turned out not to be. No, but no one but needs to think about that, yeah. It's very strange that Yoshi P said that, though. Yeah, his yeah, I agree. Is it is weird. weird. Yeah, it is. A, it's a very strange way to respond when it's not accurate. Yeah, you're, no. you're like you're, Maybe he you're didn't correct. want to give away that there was other races. In I don't the know why he wouldn't. But we know. We know, know. about. Yeah, it was that was from the start. Yeah. Handled. I, I mean, also he's 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 just factually incorrect. Like, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. true. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, will Dawn Trail's narrative and setting parrot colonial tropes of the Americas? While it's still too early to tell, Final Fantasy XIV's story has a track record of taking the historical realities of imperialism seriously despite its fantasy setting. Like many other games in the series, the plot of Final Fantasy XIV centers around a struggle against the oppressive expansion of an empire. While hardly mm-hmm. a post-colonial critique, the game sheds light on imperial relationships and themes that reflect a more nuanced understanding of the history of empire. The Garlean Empire is presented as a threat to the player at the beginning of the game's narrative. This is due to its military expansion into Eorzea, the region in which players begin the game. The way in which the Garlean Empire justifies its imperialism is strikingly similar to historical empi- empires. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, true. It's good. Uh, well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, although they are unable to utilize magic, Garleans are a race of humans that are born with a third eye that increases their spatial recognition. This racial trait is used by Garleans to differentiate themselves from the other savages of the world. This allows the Empire to frame its expansion as a civilizing duty. This accurately reflects the historical rhetoric of imperial policymakers who adhered to the white man's burden, the idea that the white race had a moral duty to civilize the non-white peoples of the world. Yeah, I mean... Talking gar- about the white man's burden on the podcast. That's, yeah. a, that's a new for us. <laughs> it's just going deep. <laughs> Never thought I would, I would have to hear or utter those words here yeah, at all. Yeah, uh, I mean, that is what the Garlean Empire... I mean, analyze yeah, what the Garlean Empire has done in well, Eorzean history, and you'll see it. They're you know. a well-represented empire yes i and i do want to put in this as one. well i i have stuff to say about this because i don't necessarily agree a little bit i do have a thorough explanation it just takes a little while so uh okay well, save it for later all right yeah. changes for stormblood the game's second expansion stormblood draws attention to the ways in which local elites have sometimes collaborated with imperial rulers this is an aspect of imperial history that historians such as tanya Bührer, german Mm-hmm. are keen to analyze. It demonstrates that imperial relationships are not simply static interactions between colonizers and the colonized. Power and agency is fluid on both sides. Fordola Lupus is an antagonist in the story who serves the Garlean Empire after her home nation Alamigo is annexed. 
Players learn that she brutally suppresses Alamegan resistance efforts because her father was killed for advocating collaboration with the Empire to ensure the nation's survival. Despite her loyalty to the Empire, Ferdola is still considered a savage in the Imperial hierarchy. This reflects the limitations that local elites have faced when cooperating with Imperial powers in real life. The game's last expansion, Endwalker, presented the perspectives of Imperial citizens in the Metropole. When the Garlean Empire finally collapses, players encounter Garlean citizens and gain insight into ways in which the Empire's expansion influenced their civilian lives. It's important because it recognizes that empires not only subjugate and affect other peoples, but that they also transform society at home. If Dawntrail ends up propagating colonial tropes, then it ought to be criticized, but Final Fantasy XIV's narrative demonstrates that video games can present nuanced interpretations of imperialism. The game's localization lead, who oversees the game's translation from Japanese and helps build its lore, Catherine... Oh my god, how do we say his name, her name again? Quinar. Quinar. Yeah, it was just straight, yeah, it was just straight up Quinar. Yeah. Offered players hope on the second day of the fan festival when she explained that, quote, when we do draw on real-life cultures and languages, we want to develop an understanding and a respect for those cultures, unquote. She said that the team was aware of its past failings and promised that, quote, we are really working on it for Dawn Trail. Yeah. So... Cool. End of article. Done. Uh, I agree with the comments for the most part in, in some respects about um, the Guardian Empire. Um, but I, I also think now that they have been more or less dissolved, I mean, they were the only people in the world I would imagine would have a an interest in taking over parts of the new world. But they... They had um, to take Eorzea first. I mean, they first and foremost I wanted mean, Eorzea. Yeah, well, yeah. There was also already evidence of of Uldan interests, at least economically, taking control of northern. Uh, the northern Talal. part of Talal. That wow. is, yeah, yeah that some is of the true. parts of the Blue Mage quest kind of go into that. It actually, I'll say, the end of the Blue Mage quest does kind of make it a bit better, but uh, in the, the portrayal a little bit. Um, but they're definitely at the start. It's very much like. We want to exploit, you know, colonial exploitation, like that kind of stuff. That's what they're mm-hmm. essentially going for with like a, you know, a trade company kind of thing. Um, but I cur- think, but let's just make it clear. Eorzea has no colonies in the new world. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's already no. a civilization there that they yeah. don't want to fuck with. Also they because it's too difficult with, to get don't. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. the thing I, I wanted to get back to is that mostly about the portrayal of the like Garan Empire. Uh, this might sound extremely disjointed, but please just trust me. It, I, I am going somewhere with it, and just as a okay. frame of reference, so I might have know, to reel I'm, you uh, in sometimes if this is going too <laughs> off the cuff. But all right, let's go. Don't worry. I'm just for reference to. I'm a silly little brown man from the silly little island that colonized first. So like I. That, <laughs> Okay. I, I, that's my cultural viewpoint on uh-huh. this, I should say. As yeah, yeah, yeah. a little Latino man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, when he talks about the uh, Imperial parts and how 14 portrays it a bit better, he kind of just seems to focus on some of the lighter aspects because uh, the uh, you know Imperial storytelling and all that kind of stuff involves like racism and colorism uh which is an aspect 14 it's not particularly good at i would i would say uh it still kind of gets a fail for me on that but another thing I too is that, that colorism doesn't even exist in Eorzea. no or i don't think i 
not not like in game colorism. I mean, like the oh yeah, the oh, yeah, no, no, that's make. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they're uh, when it comes to the Garleans, the way they write about the Garleans and from their perspective, it reminds me a lot of the way that Americans uh, write about like their like imperial stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Full Metal Jacket, which talks about, you know, it's it's a Vietnam War movie, right? And the perspective of that is like, oh, my God, this terrible war. The poor American soldier. Um, like, he suffered in, you know, this, in this foreign land. But it it it's a good movie, whatever. But I, I'm just saying, like, that that's the perspective that I think, yeah. from, like, a Japanese perspective that they're writing about the Garleans from as well, too. Um, which... It, I don't think they really nail the landing with. I, I think when they write about them, it feels too like, oh, they're just people, you know, like if they didn't know any better or like, oh, look, their government's gone. It's not there. Uh, if you compare it to like this, a, a story, like a viewpoint of someone who has been like colonized from like storytelling, uh, an example being that, you know, the Indian movie RRR. Um, yes. It's, yeah. It's like, semi-historical British Raj stuff, whatever. Uh, their portrayal of the British Raj is way more negative. Like, it's it's not entirely bad, but it's still portrayed very, very negatively from, like, even the lay people there, too, in, like, the complicit parts. Um, which, how to say this? I don't think 14 really gets there, you know what I mean? Right. I think they're they're writing from the imperialist perspective. You're are, so you're talking. Just so we're clear, we're not because there are no Aorsian colonies. We have to establish no, that. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. It's, you're talking Garlemald. We don't have many interactions okay. with people within Garlemald from their their more overseas claims, other than maybe in like the Bosjans. Bosnia is definitely. Um, Mm. So it's hard for them potentially to to uh, to narrate the suffering mm. of the non garlean I mean, I think like, they they lands. tried a few times. I mean, they've not. I mean, we've seen the suffering of the people under Garlemald, right? I, so a lot of them are garleans, yeah. though. I yeah. I mean, I trying to understand the point you're trying to make. I don't recall any instances of any of the Garleans who actively are colonizing being portrayed in a positive light other than Gaius retrospectively, maybe? Are you talking exclusively about the Garlean citizenry? Most of the Garlean citizenry, like not that explicit like colonialism type stuff, but just that it's very, it's portrayed, like their complicitness is portrayed kind of neutrally, if that makes sense. Well, they're at home living their luxurious life and weren't really told about what was happening overseas. They were under the Garlean propaganda regime. And when it all collapsed, they kind of had their world had been broken apart and they were uh, kind of like what, lost. Like, what are you? They, I mean, they lived technically under like a, I don't know if we could say fascist, but a, they controlled information, we can say. Yeah, yeah something similar. But, they um, they genuinely yeah, like, they were like brainwashed I, into thinking this was like yeah like what they're what you can you see this in the modern world them. in terms of the, uh, controlled news sources in certain countries yeah. the camera is very sympathetic to 
the Garlean view is the, what I'm saying. I th yeah, well, I can agree with you for the people part, but the generals yeah. and the higher ups are very much villains. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that, that, that's right. Yeah. So. I mean, um, we also play as yeah, characters I, whose home is threatened by this empire. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. the, I don't think that I don't think the game is ever particularly positive of the ideology. Do you want the game to be more uh, criti critical of the citizenry? Mm. Uh, I mean, citizenry do play a part in that kind of in, in real life, and and I would say in stories too. But what I really mean is like I'm I'm not like saying it's explicitly good or bad that they wrote it like that. Just that from it, how this relates to like the colonialism possibly in the story going forward with Thong or uh, whatever is that they are writing from a Japanese perspective of it, like imperialism if that makes sense like they're viewing it through a japanese lens when you say the citizenry uh the, uh the citizenry have uh culpability or whatever i i know what you i think i know what you mean mm -hmm. but if you were a guardian citizen and you disagreed with the guardian regime the vast majority of people who felt that way would not do anything about it and they would just you know along like most people oh, yeah. in real life like, probably would again i don't say that like they should have done it like this they should have done that i'm just saying that the perspective that they're writing from from a real life like with you know their history with imperialism is the lens that they're going to be kind of writing it through and so when it comes to colonialism it's like in in the new world or in you know Native American-based places, Native Carib, all that stuff, is not exactly a good starting point. I think they have the potential to be sensitive to this kind of stuff. And, you know, and, and I do have a little bit of hope with some of the stuff the translator has been saying, or the uh, localizer. Um, but it's, it's a lot of work, especially in a game where your main interaction is like a character is violence, you know? Like, mm -hmm. your main interaction with the that world in general is combat. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, your character talks, but, like, that's... You hit the button, you, you, you're you trying to kill something, you know? Um, and so what when you come with that... What we've seen of the combat in this trailer, potentially, though, is it's kind of um, sparring with the leader, I think, with Google Jar or whatever he's called. Because they have come, they have like trial by combat for leadership, and I think maybe we're probably not trying to take over leadership. We're probably just sparring with him or having like a friendly duel. I would imagine they will not touch on colonial themes in terms of trying to take parts of Peral. Oh. I think they're oh. going to just say there is an I... enemy here, and we're helping the local population with their enemy. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be I simple. Would... Yeah, but the the one thing that I I can kind of see where a concern point would be is that they have talked about how the Scions will take different sides in this particular leadership uh, like, um, faction. It feels a little bit, and I could, I could see how... I could see how you could take the interpretation that this would be like a greater Western power taking control of like a possibly less advanced... Or not that they mm. are, but like... You could make, take the interpretation that, like, they are interfering in the leadership struggles of another nation. That's true. I agree but that's, with that. And that is that is, is also like, possible because that's literally all we do. Like, yeah, we go into a nation we and we're like, 
we're gonna make it our way here. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing is that when we've done that in the past, it has always been as a result of helping them from some sort of because they're of all government as either either, yeah. either the guardians yeah. or dragons. That's yeah, were like there was an, there was some sort of or or sin eaters. They were all fighting against something that was like a great external threat. source. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I yeah. think it's the two like the two sides. Let's say one side is. Um, in very insular, we want Tural and the Mamulja society to be, you know, independent on its own and not deal with the outside as much. Versus, I want loads of trade with Eorzea, and that's the side we go for, and they push that. Then, yeah, there's a chance for that to be interpreted in a quite a negative way, I think. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like in in general, Eorzeans are like very. European coded, you know, like vaguely, they have like French names, they have German, Germanic names, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And not all. And when they're European coded, yeah, I think we can say AORC is a European. Uh, I mean, I would say, not not say Europe, I would Europe say including Ellison, Southern would, Europe, and I would say Ellison and Hughes are European coded. I would say that Lullafell culturally are European coded. I don't necessarily. Well, agree I'm talking about the country, of, the country, oh, yeah, the nation, the or the realm. Yeah. I should say. Yeah, because yeah, like I would say that Makote, to a certain extent, are not, like... But they live in... Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're yeah. talking about two yeah. different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's a very broad stroke. Like, they're very, like I said, general Europeanish. Yeah. Now, that that works fine in, like, most, like, we're coming here to liberate you, whatever, like, Alamigo, cool, yeah, yeah. or the, the first. That, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, really. But then when you kind of put it next to, like, well, these people are, like, Native American coded or, like, Native Carib or Native South American, Central American... It, that's where it starts feeling kind of icky and it falls into the that falls into the white man's burden thing i'm surprised mm-hmm. i didn't mention that in the article because that like kind of is mm-hmm. a common white man's burden trope of like we have the the european well, or whatever have to come and fix this i will for say them they have made something very clear we are going on holiday so it yeah. well also we are being invited we have been invited yeah. as well we are not, we're not going, going over there to solve to the problem we're going up. over there to ch- yeah, so there's there a lot of assumptions that have been well, made yeah. even though they've yeah. made a lot of effort to tell us mm-hmm. exactly why we're here and what we're doing and i think that's yeah. because yeah. they knew there was going to be stuff like this first of all oh, so yeah. let's i mean just some key key points there are no yeah. colonies from Eorzea, or there are no pl- and no plans from Europe. Europe from Europe, said Europe. I mean, it basically is from Eorzea. Uh, we are being invited there. We're not going there on some weird mission. We're actually just going on holiday. Yeah, and the person in power, the person is in power. Yeah, there's they no... will do their society how they want to do their society. Yeah, and also I don't think they would even try to like. No you know get it open that can of worms of like 100 because the alternative would be never have any of this represented in the game at all to avoid it completely yeah um and which, that would be very boring yeah. oh yeah i mean i would i would rather they try and fail which i kind of think they might err a bit more to the failing side I think, unfortunately no, i think this is going to be based on the 11 uh, world uh Artergon which is an already established culture in Final Fantasy XI. And I think that's how they're going to save this. It's going to be... They've already done it in XI. I mm-hmm. think... But they, I think, But they weren't kind of like Native American XI, weren't they? I no, they were see, like, that... I was going to say that. That's the thing that I... Yeah. I find that... that so again, that is the part that... But we haven't seen any of that everything. attire in any of the 
um, or yeah, any so of the trailers. So maybe they're trying to like walk that back. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm hopeful that they do it right. And I I think the recent statements they've said gives me more hope. I still don't think they have exactly a very good track record, unfortunately. I mean, you can just look at the the um, was it the Sami thing like that? Right, but that was an entire. Yeah, was... They, they already went with the Native American one. They've already crossed that line before. Yeah, that that <laughs> so that was real. Bad. They've already done that, um, um, and they didn't learn anything. And then they because then they did the Sami one. So you know they did that yeah, part. They don't care like, about apparently, <laughs> but like I. Yeah. I want them to see too. Like obviously, I think if you don't get to see a lot of these cultures portrayed, media in general, um, I think sometimes an outside perspective on this stuff is cool. Like yeah. seeing mm-hmm. how a different country or nation kind of views these. It's just that it's a lot of work to not fall into common tropes, common mm-hmm. like portrayals. It's very very difficult. Usually, for good portrayals, it's best to like consult with you know people that are or historians mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. local people who are really good at you know sharing the culture and telling you hey don't call don't fall in this co-. like calling it the new world already a bad step which i'm glad they already walked back yeah because that already had like well a ton of baggage coming with it too it is still they're probably still going to talk call it the new world in the game i mean the orsians will still refer to well, that well they specific well, yeah, they will, yeah. but and I mean, they specifically had a character from Toral that says, "You call it the new world." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. still going to be which, in the game, which uh, it's just a weird. Yeah, I agree. That's weird calling it the new world because yeah. that's literally kind of from hope, our world. I kind of hope that there are people from Toral that call uh, call our call like uh, like the three great continents the new world. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be kind of funny. Um, I think people just need to like we're fine i think we're good there this is a big company that's burned their hands so many times i don't and last time like let's bring up 16 again all the questions it's just yoshi p stumbling through a question and then turns out it wasn't actually a problem in the game he's a game developer at the end of the day he's not a diplomat or he's you know he's he says bad things sometimes. Yeah. Because he probably I has think no idea. Also, to remember say. the current story and the lore in the game. There is no precedent for the for exactly. the for a, any colonialism to happen in Toral. I also wonder if sometimes there's like translation issues. Not that that's, that's a defense, possible. but like sometimes like maybe there's nuance lost between the English to Japanese and then the Japanese back into yeah. English. The, yeah. The, the, like they'll be insensitive possible. probably in some quest, you know, or maybe in some some gear or whatever. But that will looks... happen. But it's not going to be like, oh, here we go. Let's colonize uh, oh, yeah. Toral. I think they're making a concerted effort to add a. a a fusion of various in-game and, and real-world cultures. I mean, there's there's other influences in Toral outside true. of We've seen um, that as well. Latin American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I understand. For the most part, yeah, go on. Like that, it just feels like they're they've obviously made some quite big slip-ups, especially with you know. They should have spoken to the Sami Parliament or the Sami Council and the native, uh, the and the the, 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 the new, new world, world Macron and stuff or whatever. Yeah, there, there are so many that's... people they could have spoken to about that. Yeah, and that's not even for the new world we're going to, is it? That's for the North New World. No, that was no. like a so, North American one. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will yeah, say if you've got some issues, you can easily resolve them. 
by speaking to the right people. But I don't think Toral has got too many, so far from what we've seen, has got too many like major red flags. No. Other we, than the, the new world. We do kind it? of have to yeah. like wrap this up a little, but I am interested because just for the chat reminded me do they have do they have this discourse when before new world was released like the the mmo no yeah did they? i don't remember it yeah i mean that's like, literally about colonizing that is literally the game yeah, oh yeah I, absolutely like i you know a lot of these conversations happen usually between minorities <laughs> and, okay. and, yeah and, i was gonna say it, it's it's the kind of thing that might not necessarily get to like because that's literally uh, like, the game that's an amazon game yeah, like yeah. that that was not received particularly especially again in a game where your interaction is mostly like violence and calling mm. the new world and you basically look like a fucking Spanish conquistador. But there's but there's <laughs> but, that is it's true. an empty island though in New World. Like it's an empty It is world. I mean it's just, it's the same with fourteen, like I they're not gonna explicitly say we're colonizing, you know, it's more like the tropes, mm. like the the language the, you use to describe places, the things you do. And I think the one issue that they're probably never going to address is the issue of economic colonization, which is very possible with however that Rowena ends up getting included <laughs> in this expansion. Oh, well, that is, yeah. Uh, for, you know what? Just give us a new Rowena. Call her Bobina. And she, <laughs> sure. She's a I nice would love lady. they give us a new Rowena roller, but I fear that they won't. <laughs> no, but these but discussions Rowena's always evil, happen. Between... And we know yeah, she's yeah. bad. Yeah. I know Rowena's evil, but the game treats her like a joke. In yeah. like, like a ha she's evil when there's nothing we can do about it. Ha ha, I have dismantled indentured servitude, essentially. <laughs> so oh, funny. Geralt. <laughs> well, yeah. no, because he's an alcoholic. portrays that sometimes in like a romantic sense. That yeah. She does it it's... so that like he doesn't get in more trouble. It's... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, again, explicit colonialism. It's not going to be there. Like no. that would be insane to do in yeah, any game. That would be crazy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, going it's to be more just... I no, I have more faith in the in the team now after uh, what yeah. Kate said With during how fan much... fest. They yeah, have, exactly. I think, I think they know what they're doing now. I think it's fine. I, yeah. yeah, if we're proven wrong, then that's a shame. We're, we're just yeah, going to a different continent. Up. That should be yeah. okay. We should be able to travel mm. to a different continent without being seen as imperialists exactly. in this yeah. game. And I, specifically, obviously, I'm not making assumptions here. These are just. Yeah, just yeah, going yeah. off what I know and yep. their track record. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. It's I think mm. it's okay for people of these cultures to be kind of like sketchy of about it because like mm -hmm. yeah. I mean it, it, we're used to just seeing that shit portrayed poorly yeah. constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it I would not be upset if you hear someone. I just want to you know be upset about it. Assure everyone again. No reason to think that there's going to be any explicit explicit colonialism happening in Dawn Trail. Okay, let mm -hmm. that be the the quote that that you were left with. As we finish the show, that is the end. Um, we will uh, if, be back next week, same time, same place. Remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXV, twitchtv Heidel, and YouTube.com/SpeakersXV. Exclamation Discord and chat if you want to join our Discord server. If you're watching on the man, links in the description. Um, remember to watch the post show if you're watching live because we are about to wrap up My Immortal and we'll also be reading questions from the syndicate. Well, we're about to. I'm as in oh, we're getting okay. close to the wrapping up. Okay. Um, we'll see you uh, in the post show if you're watching live. Uh, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.
You've just listened to an episode of Speaker Supplied Loan, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.